0: last week on rad rolls we are in a swamp guys so
1: building a fire might be a little hard you start to lose consciousness as um you see from the top of the pool um little tiny legs um that are strangely blue and behind it comes two green hands reaching down into the water, and you pass out. Something tastes off. Uh, It is incredibly wet, and you look down, and you realize that you have a hand in your mouth that you have taken a bite out of, that you have been so focused on Signal, the, uh, the super mutant, that you have taken a bite out of a hand. so you have taken a bite out of out of a hand that is still attached to this pile of meyerlark meat and signal looks at looks at you lonnie and say
2: mayor like meal i'll be honest this isn't a um uh, cuisine i've tried before i believe this is a
1: um uh, is this a ghoul recipe where'd you find this signal signal says uh looks looks at you lonnie and says signal made vroom vroom with pep, signal went fishing, signal caught Mirelurk, signal give Mayor Lonnie Mirelurk.
3: Uh, am I conscious for this part?
1: <laughs> Buck, right now, you seem to find yourself awakening um, in a pile of, of meat um, surrounded by your your hands are unbound, but your legs are still bound and your mouth is gagged. All of a sudden, you feel a sharp pain in your hand. <laughs> You realize that you are you are alive, but you are in a very strange place. What is this situation? What are people doing? Lonnie just ate a person by by accident. Buck has had a, a hard time here. Um what's going on?
3: I, I immediately uh, I, I try to try to get up, but I'm clearly I'm on a table, so I'm just like, ah, 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 and I, I kinda like panic and I'm just like, like, who are you? Ah, I'm covered in meat.
1: Um, so you, you're, you're actually gagged. Um, I'm so still if gagged? You, if you could please roll uh, oh a survival plus strength, difficulty zero.
3: I don't think I want to, but I'm gonna bite my tongue off or something here. Uh,
1: 11 and a 12. Your other hand um, actually slips into some Meyer lurk meat, um, and it, it forms into kind of the one of the Meyer lurk claws and instead of saying help you kind of poke your hand out and it has like a little mylar glove on it and you're waving it around and you're just going Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
3: um
1: so so what's what's the group doing here i believe
3: shakespeare once
1: said that uh
3: i think i think clark
4: is going to think that it's an alive mylar it's just a table maybe he missed um the part about the hand because he was chowing down on the jerky and he's just kind of going to uh, draw his sword and just very gently kind of poke into the mass of the mire I don't think Lonnie is going to have nearly the measured approach
2: that Clark has. I think uh-huh. after having bitten a hand and seeing all this stuff, I'm going to spit it out, take about three steps back, maybe stumble, and just immediately gun drawn at the back.
5: <laughs> yeah. May, May has a piece of this crawfish boil Like, in her mouth, and she's got, she's about two or three bites into what she was eating, and her eyes are tracking what's going on, but she hasn't stopped eating.
0: (laughs) I think Pep is going to be a little surprised, because he's maybe seeing the human hand bit and waving claw. Uh, I think he's going to exclaim, they're hybrids! It's a marlin-human hybrid! It's a new species! You should
1: probably kill it! And I'm going to start getting my pipe wrench ready. A
3: Lark. I'm going to die.
1: Clark, why don't you roll perception plus uh, melee weapons, difficulty zero.
4: Okay. Um, perception is five, melee weapons is four, and is a tagged skill. Uh, I got one success, which turns into two because
1: it's a tag. So you poke your... Um your sword into uh into the pile and it actually pulls back um the gag that is in uh the character buck's mouth the gag falls off of him before uh buck can say anything you hear a small electronic voice go die communist
5: (laughs) (laughs) hazel's still over there watching this still eating so
1: buck you can now speak you are still in the pile um the but you, you can now speak to these people.
3: Um I, I think the first thing he's gonna scream uh is uh for the love of George Washington, I'm not a Myra Please don't eat me. That's something a Myerlerk hybrid would say. And it hates commies. I don't even know what a myre is! Just get this meat off me, please. Uh,
4: can can Clark take his the back of his sword, not the sharp part, and um and just Start sweeping off some of this meat for this for this
1: poor guy. Yeah, uh, he he does that. You don't <clears throat> need to roll for that. Um, he he does that automatically. Uh, and and beneath this pile of meat, you see a man in a vault suit, blue and blue and gold vault suit. Um, and signal kind of looks at the the man and says, "Mirelurk," and kind of points it points it back.
3: Uh, not that I know of. No, but thanks for asking.
1: I guess. So we'll take a quick stop here. And uh, Jaden, why don't you introduce Buck to the group?
3: Absolutely. So uh, Buck is a native of Vault 28. Uh, He is a young man in his early 20s um, who has had a real rough go of it recently. Uh, He was uh, forced out of his vault uh, under the, the most horrible penalty ever or the most horrible crime you could ever be accused of being a communist. His vault is very much uh, a pro-American, pro-capitalist vault where they believe in truth, justice, and the American way, just as our forefathers intended when they descended from the mothership. Uh, as you can tell, he he might not have the best grasp on uh, what the true American story is, but he has what the American story that he was taught in the vault and he believes that that is the right American story. So you may find some things get confused with the poor lad, but he he truly does mean well, as does all Americans.
1: Really, Buck is is now uh, revealed. How does how does the scene play out? You've covered uncovered this man that you thought was uh, uh, some maybe some Meyerlurk meat. Um, wh- what what is going on right now?
4: I think Clark would have. He's a little bit older, so maybe he's come into contact with people from vaults before. And he's he's kind of aware that some of them uh, turn out to be a little bit loony because of the, um, the experiments that they undergo. And sort of under his breath, he goes, Oh, great. We got another one.
0: Pep's very disappointed because uh, he was really looking forward to the entire point of the road trip from his settlement is to learn new things, and learning about a Mylark human hybrid would have been something new and something cool. Instead, <laughs> it's just some vault suit guy. That's disappointing. And Pep does not hide his disappointment.
3: Um, uh, Buck's first reaction to, uh, to finally getting himself free and getting off the table is to do uh, the American thing, which is to pull his gun and start blazing away. But he realizes that he's in no condition to fight, and he just kind of goes like, "Wow." Hi, everyone. Thanks for helping me.
5: So Hazel is trying to figure out this guy in a vault suit. Is obviously injured, but as far as she can tell, it looks like most of his injuries uh, were probably... They look like the kind of injuries that you would accidentally do to yourself if you're really clumsy. So she's kind of trying to figure out how he's quite so torn up. Roll, um...
1: If you want to figure that out... um... Do you want to figure that out and heal him, or do you just want to figure it out for now?
5: Well, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to not heal him until the rest of the group gives us Great. a consensus on whether he's going to be a threat or not.
1: Yeah, do um, perception plus... Uh, what's, the, what's the healing one? Perception plus medicine, difficulty zero.
5: Four and an eight. I've got a tag skill, so that's uh, four successes.
1: So you realize that even though this, this guy looks pretty hurt, um, this guy has not been um, exposed to the world yet. And you feel like that he only has a few cuts on him, but uh, they seem to be paining him greatly. The, the, the one thing that you notice that would be rather hard is there is a big hole kind of in the, uh, the palm of his hand, like on the side underneath the pinky finger. There's like a, a nice little chunk taken out Mm. of that and that looks like a more difficult uh situation
5: uh it looks like you've had a a pretty tough time there uh what's your name the name's buck
3: buck well my friends call me buck Uh, my real name's john john roosevelt descendant of the great hero of the battle against the spanish you know as you all know yeah, it's been uh, it's been a, an eventful evening, to say the least. I uh, woke up in a hole of water, and then woke up on a table covered in. I look over the big guy. And go would you would you call this big guy Murlock? Myerlurk, there, Monami. So, so you fresh out the vault? Uh, yeah, as of uh, two days ago, I suppose. I got in some trouble with the overseers uh, or over the of the head of security. There, he uh, thought I was a communist. So of course you know that had to be removed with extreme prejudice. I'm not, of course. I would never. I don't even have the horns. I don't know why you would think that.
5: Hazel kind of cocks her head, like, okay. Um, do you want me to do something about your hand?
3: Could you? I, I I really appreciate that. It really hurts.
5: All right. I'm gonna glance over at Lonnie to make sure you know to kind of get the green light with the process.
2: Yeah. What? Let me. The the hand? Let me um hear this. Spit might, it out, Mayor. Spit it out. <laughs> yeah. This might help. Damn, this thing happened. Someone ran in here and shoved your hand in my mouth. I don't know what happened. Uh, listen, it's not the weirdest thing that's happened to me today. I think they had horns. But anyway. Seriously?
3: Wait. Don't joke about that now. I would never.
5: So, Hazel's just gonna... gonna...
3: Today's been bad enough. I can't run into a communist right now. Jeff's
5: gonna walk up and while he's talking, just look at his hand and <clears throat> all right, I-, I can do something about this.
1: Okay. Uh so roll uh difficulty one, medicine plus um uh you've already perceived it. So I'm gonna say medicine plus intelligence difficulty zero.
5: Okay. Um I've also got medic. Okay. I gives me um I can re-roll uh one of my D twenties if I don't roll well. Great. I got a one and an eighteen, and I'm gonna re-roll one, two, nine. So four successes. Uh,
1: you've healed, but hand is gonna remain a little bit uh, wonky for, for a minute. When you are actually healing, um, Buck Hazel, the mm-hmm. uh, a red light flashes on the pit boy and says, "Wimps don't take aid from communists," and uh, then the screen goes dark.
5: I'm not a communist. I'm an academic. Uh, I hear sometimes you
3: guys one in the same.
5: We'll have a conversation about that later, you know, when I don't have pieces of your anatomy literally scattered across my uh, top of my skin. So we'll work on that later.
3: Okay. I, I don't think you're a communist, though. I mean, you're you're not 12 feet tall. I don't think you have a tail. The
1: screen on the pit boy flashes red and says, They are a communist. Uh, and then it flashes off.
3: You know, I can fix that for you. Would you? You could? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. It, it's been funky ever since I was stuck in that hole.
5: Hey, Signal, you got your uh, super sledge?
3: Signal has
1: sledge for Hazel. Hazel, fix Frid. That might
5: That might just do it.
1: <laughs> do you want to try to bash the uh, the pit boy off of him with the super
5: sledge? Uh, I don't have melee.
4: Does Buck consent to
1: this first?
3: Uh, you can try. I I, Wait, like, I I I I kind of realizes what you're talking about. I'm like, hey, you know what? It's I think it's okay. I think I'm all right. Can you
2: like copy the stuff off of mine and put it on his?
0: I mean, I'm pretty good swinging the thing. I can uh, I can break it off. Probably. I mean, you can you,
2: you
1: all can try if you agree
2: to. Well, much.
1: I'm just saying we'll that
2: to the party. Like, can like can you just can you copy the stuff and overwrite that like?
3: Oh Wait, are you from a vault too? I heard there's a lot of them.
2: There are quite a few of them. This has been on me about 24 hours. Yeah, I'm not from a vault. I'm from a Nolens. Pretty close, but... Where is that? Is that, is that
3: anywhere near New Orleans?
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, some, a lot are of you... things have changed since
3: uh, the vaults happened. I have quite the history lesson in store for you. Well, I, I want to teach you guys too. That's one of the core tenets of the vault, is to make sure everyone knows the true American. Buck, I got a question for you, real quick. Um, what year do you think it is? Uh,
0: I last I checked, it was in we we were in, we were in the twenty two hundreds, right? I right, just just checking, just checking. Also, yeah, do you know what I've, a death claw is? A death what now? A death claw? Because uh, what you think is a communist, we all call death claws, uh,
3: and I don't think they're the same thing. It sounds scary. Whatever it is, this point.
4: Mark realizes that Buck is not a threat and kind of rolls his eyes and resheathes his sword and goes back to uh, eating his jerky.
5: Hazel is done patching him up, and so she just going to kind of go back over and finish, finish her lunch, too.
1: Um, at this point, a red screen appears on Buck's pit boy and says,
3: You must kill the communists. I don't know these. If these guys are communists, this pretty helpful group of communists. Not that all communists are good, but I mean, these guys just don't seem like it to me. They seem like good Americans, Mister Pitboy. Uh, the screen lights up and says, "Wimp." <laughs> well, that's just mean. Oh wait, you you said that you're from you're from a place that's New Orleans, right? Yeah, born and raised. Do you know anything about Andrew Jackson?
5: Hazel knows quite a bit about Andrew Jackson, but she's not going to say anything because she wants to see where this is going.
3: Uh, Please, I need your help. I need to find his sword. It's the only thing that can help me get back into my vault. The others—they thought I wasn't patriotic enough. But if I come back with that sword, the weapon that that can, is impugned with the power of the founding fathers, there's no way they could keep me out anymore.
4: So at this point, something kind of clicks in Clark's head. He he actually spent a um some time in the uh, the Capitol building. Uh, when the talent company was trying to find some artifacts or whatever they happened to be doing there. And so something will sort of click at the name Andrew Jackson. Maybe he saw statues or something about the presidents there. And he'll sort of say, uh, any chance the sword you're looking for might have been kept at the nation's capital?
3: You know what? Yeah, it probably did. Listen, did you see a sword that, was, that, that glowed w- with the pure fire of every red-blooded American? Buddy,
4: I got some bad news for you. Capital's a war zone. There's not much left there.
1: Uh, a red screen appears in your pit boy and says, A capital idea is killing these socialist liberators. Look, can you shut that thing up before I cut it off your hand?
3: Uh, is, can I, uh, I want to look for the volume knob. You look for the volume knob.
1: There is no volume knob. Uh, in fact, it has been like, uh, sliced off. It seems like in some mishap, um, possibly the piece of wood. Um, you do have the connection loop hanging off of, the, um, of your pit boy at
3: this time. Is there a, uh, do I see the off switch on it? Uh, no, that is also gone. That is also gone. Okay. Yes. It's disabled. Uh, well, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna be, like, I just don't pay any mind to that. I'm just gonna smack it, just, like, tap it, and then I'm gonna take the connection port, and I'm gonna plug it back into the, the pit boy. Uh,
1: when you, when you slap it, uh, you actually, you feel a static shock on your arm. It does zero damage. Um, but then you hear, uh, the, the, you hear the voice from inside the pit boy go, "Communist trash."
5: You know, the super sledge is still an option.
3: Thanks, but I, I, I'm a vault dweller. I can't live without this thing, even though it is being pretty annoying right now. Now, Lonnie, why doesn't your pit boy
0: have an abusive talking feature? Probably, probably another parting gift from
2: Wilson. I look at Pep, and then I side-eye signal, and then I look
4: at Pep again. Like, That's a good point. Uh, maybe I'm going to regret asking this, but uh, satan no. Where did you get this Pit Boy from that you gave to uh Mayor Lonnie?
1: Signal found Pit Boy on uh, Buck, but Lonnie Heber got Pit Boy from Old Vault. Great vault in all Nollins. Hey, you know where another vault is? Signal loves vault, people, in old Nollins. Um, you realize, by the way, Lonnie, you have knowledge that most of the citizens that walk around uh, all New Orleans all wear pit boys. Um, it's you are familiar with the knowledge, being um, a, a human from New Orleans. Okay. But um, m- most people walk around with pit boys in all Nolans.
2: Wow. Okay. So it's that that this is just you know common hardware.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I familiar with the vault in Nolens? Uh, yes, you you are familiar with the vault in Nolens. Um, You know that most of the people that are uh, in New Orleans, new, in Old Nolens, are uh, ghouls uh, that have pit boys, and most of them are from the local vault. Those are the native Old Nolens people. So we have a lad from Vault 28, and that's...
2: I mean, because people would have the jumpsuits, and we're probably seeing plenty of the eighteens. And I imagine if anyone got kicked out of twenty-eight, they would either end up at Baton Rouge or Old oh, Nollans or dead, right? So, like, I, it wouldn't shock me if someone. So I I think twenty-eight is probably a revelation to Lonnie. So this um, right here, he he may not have heard of anyone from twenty-eight. Someone in Nollans may have heard about someone from twenty-eight, but Lonnie certainly hasn't.
1: At this point, Signal looks at Lonnie and says, um, Mayor Lonnie, Pit boy help? Oh, uh, what type of help do you have in signal? Signal looks at Lonnie and says, "Pit boy fix, Buck. You think
3: you can fix it? Signal, try. Signal, like Meyerlurk. Well, gee, fella, I think I like you too. Seem like a good American to me. At this
1: moment, the red screen flashes on your Pit boy and says, Look at this socialist. You
3: need to kill him. You know what? I gotta be honest, fellas. I don't. I don't have a lot of friends, not since I got kicked out of the vault there. And you guys might all be a bunch of communists, but right now I don't got a lot of options. So, big fella, if you wouldn't mind uh, taking a look, I'd be eternally grateful.
1: Signal reaches over and and kind of kind of takes your hand and takes Lonnie's hand um, and connects your pit boys together. Um, at this point, uh, Signal takes Lonnie's pit boy and types in a few things. Um, Lonnie, you notice on the screen that um, the pit boy starts flashing yellow and um, it says remote connection, virus detected, virus detected, terminate connection.
2: Hey, Hazel, what's a virus? Like, I mean, not like, a, you know, I get a cold virus, but like like when it comes to these vault boy things.
5: So they're obviously not talking about a biological virus. There's such a thing as a technological virus that tends to infect, uh, um, technology that is uh, vacuum tube technology, any, uh, robotics, a virus basically will corrupt programming. Um, sometimes maliciously, sometimes it's random, sometimes it's done on purpose. Um, We might be able to get rid of it if we can basically set the Pip-Boy back to original factory specs. Basically, we try turning it off and on again.
0: Oh,
2: they don't make antibiotics?
5: Uh, Well, there's still the Super Sledge. It's still an option.
2: Oh, okay. Like they don't shoot mercury into the ox port or anything?
5: Not that I'm aware of.
2: Okay. I've heard that was a fix for some viruses.
5: Uh well it used to be very useful for syphilis during the Lewis and Clark expedition, but I wouldn't recommend it.
3: Oh Lewis and Clark. I know them. Personally? No, but I've heard of them. Uh those are the guys that, that that destroyed all of the communists who were guarding the valleys. They they blazed a literal trail of fire all the way to the to the ocean, to
5: the Pacific. Uh oh Buck, me and you are gonna have some conversations in the future. I'd love that. Yeah. But for right now, let's see if we can get your Pip-Boy fixed so it's not constantly telling you to kill us all.
3: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. A couple more times and I might have already started listening.
5: So, Hazel,
1: um, <laughs> would, you, would you like to roll a Intelligence plus for repair, difficulty zero?
5: I that's would cool. love to.
1: Please fail it.
3: <laughs> it makes it worse. <laughs> Please.
5: Two successes.
1: Great. Um, so you manage to to fiddle with this pit boy um and and essentially turn it off, even though it doesn't have the on off button anymore. Um mm-hmm. and uh it, it pa- powers back on, um the screen kind of kind of loads up. Um however, the the walking pit boy animation looks like it is uh, Uncle Sam dressed as a vault boy. Um and a voice comes out of a uh, blue screen on the pit boy that says "Tally ho!" And then a red screen appears and says "Communist." Um, but then it fades to green, and you notice that these animations are gone, and it seems like the pit boy is fixed for now.
5: I I think it'll work the way it's supposed to at this point. However, I it's possible we didn't completely wipe the virus out so maybe we should try not to do anything that might trigger it again okay
3: yeah that sounds like a good idea we don't want to we don't want to cause anything uh, bad to happen
1: at this point for some reason both of your pit boys ring a telephone signal river crawler caravan this is ella i need all of you to come to onallens I have some supplies for you and a matter of desperate urgency I need you all to solve. This is in accordance with our contract with Rivercrawler Caravan of being a support of all knowledge, so I expect you all here quickly. At this point, the message clicks off and Signal goes, Ella, Ella, girlfriend. Does Ella know that? (laughs) Uh, Signal looks at at, uh, Mayor Lonnie and blushes his yellow blush and says, no.
2: Is there uh, since we're heading that way? Is there anything you'd like for us to uh, give her?
1: Um, Signal goes over to Buck and um, yanks off the Meyer alert claw that's been stuck to his hand this whole time, um, and hands it to Mayor Lonnie and says, "Gift.
4: You got it, Monome.
3: And the outside world really has changed.
4: Oh, buddy,
0: you got a lot to learn. Do we know? Do we? Do we know? And Ella,
1: Um, but Signal answers and says, Ella, best friend, Ella, mm, preservation, preservation, wonderful, go preservation, go Mayor Lonnie, hee hee, and friends, plus pet, Myrlurk. Well,
0: I guess uh, we got Mayor Lonnie and the rest of us are friends. And uh, Vault
1: Boy is uh, the pet.
0: Let's. Uh, we can take our new
1: car. Signal reaches down and pats um, Buck on the head. Um, Buck, if you would please roll a. Um, I'm going to have you roll an Endurance plus Athletics, difficulty zero. Got a 20 and a 19. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Signal. Uh, Signal uh, reaches down to pat you on the head, um, and actually, it um, when, when he pats you on the head, it's almost like your body shakes, and it uh, shakes your pit boy awake. And oh says, no! Um, I'll
5: always be here for you, <laughs> capitalist.
3: I'll be here for you too, pit boy. I guess um, if it's if it's all the same to you guys would you mind me coming along with you? You know, this, this, this old Nolans place is probably one step closer to me finding that sword.
2: Yeah, sure thing. Um, uh, I, I believe our uh, capitalist friend here is really going to like what he sees in old Nolans, And Lonnie has trouble containing his laughter.
3: Yeah, this area seems kind of scary, but I bet a, a true... Red-blooded American city is probably spectacular, even after the bombs fell. Capitalist dream, my friend. Capitalist dream. Ah, can't wait.
1: Hey, it's your friendly halftime show from Rad Rolls. This is Dave. I'm the GM of the podcast. I do a lot of things here on the halftime show, including thanking our players, May and Michael and Jaden and Jared and Cody, uh, all are wonderful people go follow their stuff see what they're up to the other thing that i mentioned is that we are raising money for extra life uh you can find that in the link below uh ten dollars will get you a shout out on the show forty dollars will uh get you uh the ability to name a character what's my character name this week i'm gonna go with maybe jenkins mcjingleface is probably a great character name the other thing that you can do to support the show is give us a five star review on iTunes or Spotify. I believe next week we're going to start reading them off on uh, Apple Podcasts. So that's another way to get your name read in the show. It's just giving us a nice five star review with a little nice write up on, on Apple Podcasts. It's nice. Hey, while you're there, go review other podcasts that you listen to because it means a lot to pretty much any podcast that you listen to, especially the the independent ones. I wanted to talk to you this week uh, about Ghast ba- uh, Bashers. Gasbashers Bashers is a D12-powered uh, tabletop role-playing game. I asked Jared if there was anything that he wanted to talk about or throw out there for a little halftime show, and he brought up this really interesting narrative-focused uh, tabletop RPG uh, made by uh, one of the folks that's actually local to Jared. It's kind of like Ghostbusters meets SCP meets Stranger Things meets cthulhu mythos uh it's a really interesting system uh and it's pretty cheap you can actually go to to their itch.io page which i'll link down below and check it out uh if you're interested go ahead and, and buy a copy um they've got a nice little adventure toolkit for the tulpa effect uh, tulpas are like fake people from the mind uh if you watch twin peaks or any kind of like strange thing like that they're often featured there uh I think that's it for me, though, this week. I'll let you get back to the show. Um, I don't have a band or a musical act, but I do have uh, this little transitional music.
0: Uh, Well, considering the... Um, I'm going to name the car Maybelline. We're taking Maybelline, our two-seater... Basically, slightly faster than walking vehicle. Um, I imagine we're going to have to stick to whatever looks the most like a road.
3: While we're traveling, um, if there's a if there's a point where like I can like kind of hang back from everyone, I kind of want to like look at my, my pit boy and I want to say like 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 I'm talking to him she be like, "Okay, now that we're alone, what is going on?" You spoke up too loudly when they were there. If they were communists, I'd be dead right now. Are you trying to get me killed?
1: All of a sudden, the screen turns red and says, What is your name?
3: My name's Buck. John Buck Roosevelt.
1: Your name is Duck?
3: No, no, Buck.
1: Well, you were a weak duck for not killing those communists when you saw them. Just know, I'm always going to be here. You need me. You're supposed to make America great. You're supposed to find the sword. I know your whole mission. I was put here by the Overseer, and I will make sure that you kill the Communists and restore America to its former glory.
3: Okay, okay. But if they really are Communists, we need to figure that out first. All right? Let me do some investigative work. Don't don't start screaming at them.
1: We'll see what I decide to do. You don't tell me what to do. You're not... (laughs) <laughs> the government? Because the government can't tell me what to do, because that's not the role of the government. The government doesn't answer to anyone, except for me, because I am the president of your Pit boy
3: Okay, I understand that the government is the, is at the same time the most powerful and most useless thing. But you need to listen to me right now, alright? I need to investigate this. My way. Let me talk to them.
1: Uh, Please roll uh, intelligence plus speech,
3: difficulty zero. Intelligence is five, speech is two. All right, three, and a nine. So two successes.
1: So the the screen turns on um, in a red light and says, I will keep to myself for you, weak duck. I will do what I deem is necessary, and I will speak when I need to. But for the most part... I'll leave you to make your own decisions. Just know, I'm watching you. And you better make good results this quarter, or else you're
3: fired. James Buck, man. And then I turn it off, and I just kind of, kind of, Hey guys, wait up! Um, Does
1: anybody have a D6 near them? You are going to get to our first wild, wacky wasteland encounter. And I don't know what is going to happen. These are kind of like little snippet scenarios uh, that are pretty quick um, that are kind of wild and wacky. So if somebody could roll a d6 um, and let me know um, what they rolled, I will tell you what your encounter is.
5: Okay. It is a six.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Always great song. Uh, while your party is moving along the road, there is a low groan in the distance. Along the trail, you hear a low. Where Wow. Wario. You grow close to the sound and you see a burlap sack. What do you do? And it's
0: clear oh. that the sound is coming from the burlap sack. Correct.
1: Yeah, you hear from the burlap sacka. wow Uh Clark as
4: Minister of Defense. What do you propose? Say no more. And he draws out his sword, his standard moves. He sticks it with the pointy end.
1: Please roll. <laughs> um perception plus melee weapons. Okay. Difficulty four.
4: Oh good. Um, Perception. What is in this sack? <laughs> perceptions five and melee weapons is four, so I only need nines or lower. And it is a tag skill, so it's two successes, another two successes. So I actually hit it.
1: All right. Um, so you pull out your sword and and poke, uh, poke this burlap sack. A side of it cuts um, and, and kind of and kind of opens, and you see this like pudgy. Little arm stick out. Um, the, the arm is is like purple. Um, that you see, you realize that uh, you, you barely miss hitting this arm. Um, and you hear a wah, wah.
4: I don't know what this is. Should I, should I kill it? It's Hazel,
2: as minister of education, <laughs> what can you tell us about this?
5: Uh, I can hey. tell you it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of freaking me out.
3: I would concur with that, Minister.
5: So I'm actually going to get a little bit closer, and I'm actually going to take the edge of the sack and kind of jiggle it a little bit to see if I can get a little bit more to come out.
2: Pep, as Minister of Transportation, I am asking you to go ahead and assess uh, escape routes in case things get real strange.
0: I'm just gonna keep Maybelline moving forward while you guys deal with this. We're not going that fast. Um, (laughs) Okay. You guys catch up. Just hop in the back. I was gonna keep rolling forward. You guys deal with purple baby arm. Uh, Everyone stay safe. Yeah.
1: So um, when you um, grab the sack, um, Mm -hmm. you kind of shake it around. um, You hear uh, the arm kind of like moves back and forth, and you kind Mm -hmm. of hear this like oh 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 um come from the sack and um the the hole kind of gets bigger and a, a tiny little leg um shoots out from from the sack um it's it's tiny but it's kind of meaty at the same time and you're um, not it's purple and you're not you're not it looks weird
5: I'm getting ghoul baby vibes off this. It's freaking me out. But I am (laughs) not going to stop. My curiosity is insatiable. I'm not going to stop till I can figure out what it is that's in this damn bag. So I'm going to keep... I'm going to give it like a little bit of jerk from the corner to try and get this thing out of the bag. Does
2: this thing have an egg tooth? Is it like hatching
4: from... (laughs) (laughs) Clark almost stabbed the baby.
3: Yeah. So did you stab a child? Almost. Almost.
1: Almost. I'm going to have you roll strength plus speech, difficulty zero.
5: Um, Two fails.
1: So you go to shake this bag, um, mm-hmm. and the bag fully rips open. And before you can see the rest of it, it turns invisible. But then you hear a, wow,
2: oh, wow. Okay, out, out of character, Night Stalkers?
1: They exist. They have
2: babies?
0: The Night Stalker baby?
5: Well, more specifically, didn't they become Night Stalkers because they're addicted to using Stealth Boys?
0: Oh, oh, Nightkin?
5: Yeah, the Nightkin.
2: Nightkin, okay. Yeah. I mean,
3: mutations. Yeah, one of them could have grabbed a baby and was like, let's play with it and stuck Stealth Boys on it a bunch.
5: Uh
3: that's, that's, that's out of character. In character, I don't know what the hell I just saw. Uh. At this point, um, uh,
1: Hazel, you feel a, 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 a warmth um, encompassed from pretty much your ankle to like above your knee, uh, and and like it almost feels like little arms and legs around your leg. Ha! And it, ghost baby, ghost, it, baby! ghost it, baby. It feels warm, and and you hear a Wah.
2: I think it imprinted on you.
5: That is not what I wanted to hear. any suggestions?
2: I've got a doggy bag full of myler claws i think we I, I think we all do what we
3: um I whispered to my pit boy now see that that seems like a communist <laughs> um I think
2: I may know some people in own Island that can help
5: oh uh, okay, so. At this point the
1: baby turns um, uninvisible um, it, it seems like a purple a purple baby that is larger than normal uh, that's very Ooh. muscular and has its teeth uh, its lips pulled up above its teeth so all of its teeth are showing but it looks at you with glistening eyes hazel um, and I... I'm actually going to uh, have you an endurance plus speech check, difficulty three.
5: Okay, guys, can I use some of our AP points for this? Yeah. I'm going to use one uh, AP point for this. So it was it was speech and
1: endurance, Difficulty
2: endurance. GM with new and exciting combinations of dice rolls this evening. Mm-hmm. I, this is my favorite part
4: about this. How they set this up.
5: It's very interesting. I had one success, two failures.
1: You look, Hazel, at this baby.
4: Um,
5: mm-hmm.
1: And you look in its eyes. And it is the most, it's not beautiful, but it's enchanting. You were enchanted <laughs> by this, this little um, purple root vegetable of a, of a baby.
3: Same oh. um, thing they said about me when I was born.
1: It is very um, tough. Um, It is very strong, and this baby climbs up um, and sits um, on your shoulder. It's it's rather large for your shoulder, so you're kind of like holding over um, to the side. Um, And then it actually uh, pats you on the head
3: um,
4: Uh
1: and then runs off of you, strangely enough, and sits in the uh, passenger side um, with Pep and looks at you, Hazel, and pats
3: the seat. Our first Fallout-themed familiar. Let's name it Grogu. Uh,
5: let's not. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with aubergine on this one. Uh, it, it means eggplant. Eggplants used to be around before the war. Apparently some people like them. Anyway, not important. Um, I think we have to take it with us mostly because I don't think there's any way we can get rid of it. And I don't um, really wanna I don't really want to kill it till like, I know what it is and who it belongs to.
2: Uh, you Hazel, can't be I serious. think I might have a decent idea of what it might be. Okay. And if I'm correct, um old Nollins is exactly where we need to go. <clears throat>
5: Well, conveniently, that's the direction we're heading, so um uh you mentioned you had some Melerk jerky,
2: oh yeah, you can have my bag it's uh, uh I mean, I haven't tasted it, but you know last time I tried to have jerky um we won't, we won't open up old wounds, shall we? How did I taste by the way? I didn't get to chew that much um a little soggy.
3: Uh, I, I pull out my pit boy and raise it up. I just go. I go. So he didn't like the taste. That means he's not a communist. They love human flesh. Everyone knows that.
1: Um, a blue screen appears under your pit boy and says, "Tally ho!"
5: So out of game, you don't secretly have like the cannibal perk, do you?
1: Not yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, he <laughs> oh, might have. Yeah.
0: He might
5: now. He's
3: getting
0: there. He's built he's
2: some character.
3: That's for sure.
0: <laughs> so Lonnie, they have more of these in New Orleans. So, there's a um, there's
2: a bit of an enclave of uh, super mutants in Old Islands. They keep to themselves, and we don't bother them, and it just kind of works, but the fact of the matter is there's a population of super mutants. They might be the best to uh, ask. I'm not entirely sure I want to burden signal with the uh, responsibility of fatherhood, We'll be more likely if Ansona can help there. So I think we're moving in the correct direction.
5: All right. All right. Well, tally ho. Tally, tally ho? Okay. I guess so. Tally ho.
2: La à la Bon Ton
3: You guys still say that? That's great.
1: Uh, let's pull up my map here real quick. So are you guys going to continue heading east towards New Orleans? I say that like you're going anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I expect yeah. the answer to be yes.
3: I decide I want to go to Fresno
5: now. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot of Fresno anymore. You're not missing much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you arrive at a at a bridge. Um, and there's a very large gate there. Okay, I found. I found. I found my name. So uh, you, the car pulls up to uh, what is the name of the car again? What was the name? Maybelline. Maybelline.
4: Maybe
3: it's Maybelline. Maybelline. She was born with it. She was born with it. With the (laughs) duct tape on the windshield. Maybe it was the apocalypse. Maybe it was Maybelline.
1: The mayor and his routine of characters uh, pull up in in Maybelline to uh, a makeshift gate in front of a bridge. Uh, It doesn't look very sturdy, but there's there's something else. Um, There's a super mutant uh, that's standing tall uh, and protecting the gate. Um, they're kind of wearing busted out, uh, coveralls, and, uh, they're holding a makeshift mace, uh, that's kind of made out of a mop. Uh, what do you all do? This looks like the only method across this bridge.
5: Uh, are there toll bridges in, um, New Orleans?
2: Yeah, just about everyone's looking to make a quick buck
0: around here. I mean, I don't want to be crass, but we could trade him the baby. That implies that the baby has value. Mm -hmm.
5: You no, know, I, 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 I think trafficking living creatures we're going to keep to a minimum on this particular trip. Unless the baby wants to stay with them, I, I think that the baby at this point decided.
0: It was just a suggestion, just saying, super mutant
3: to purple baby thing. Maybe he's more invested. Bartering is a very American proverb, but I don't know if the baby has any value at this point. Does the super
4: mutant ask us for a toll at this point?
3: Uh, the super
1: mutant is just uh uh just looking like you're far enough away from the super mutant that he sees the car in the group, but you're not within like talking range. I guess you could approach him and and, and talk to him, but he's he's um, the super mutant's out of your range.
5: Do we want to hold Maybelline back and uh you know walk over have a quick conversation?
0: No offense to you guys, but I'd rather you guys try out the bridge sturdiness before Maybelline uh, makes that journey. So let's uh. Let's leave her here. Mayor, want to disembark? Yep, sounds good to me. We'll
2: um, continue on foot. See what the uh, toll situation's like. Make our way across. Hopefully peaceful.
1: So as you as you approach uh, the gate, uh, the super mutant kind of spies you, uh, Lonnie, um, and you notice the super mutant it makes himself taller um, and kind of perks himself up and holds his mace. Uh, right there in front of them
2: um i'll um approach um private lonnie Haybear. bear pri- sorry private lonnie High bear hey bear i'll get my own name right here soon private lonnie Haybear of the brotherhood how's it going today
1: the super mutant looks at you and says clad man pay toll understood um what's
2: the what's the cost
1: the uh the super mutant looks at you and looks unsure uh and you hear a voice from behind uh the gate that says just get their weapons um and the, the super mutant looks at you lonnie and says weapons if you don't mind let me take care of
4: this one and i promise I won't cut off their arms first thing maybe second thing but not first thing just remember that this is an elected
2: position, and your constituency is watching
3: i i would I whisper to Delani, uh, is, is that me do, do, do I get a vote do I need to register <laughs> the constituent
2: We'll get to that, but yes, you absolutely get to vote
3: okay, great, great
1: uh the screen turns red and this pit boy and says voting is a right and it turns off uh
2: yeah Clark if you want to if you want to step in on this
4: one I make a roll. Yep. for bartering sure charisma uh yeah if you,
1: so what are you trying to do
4: yeah i think I'll, I'll think i'll go the charisma route and and try and just say how about we keep our weapons and you open this gate for oh, fucking low ball at five caps i mean and i'll i'll look at clark and just sort of like
2: we've got that mylarc mate too."
1: Okay. Uh, do yeah. Do a charisma plus barter difficulty zero. I got my one success, oh, two successes. I guess it's stag. Um. So, uh, the super mutant looks at you and looks at um. Says uh, offer accepted. And uh, take and he holds out his hand, but he says, "But let me check first." And he takes back his hand. Um, and he walks. Um, he walks inside. Uh, the gate and closes it behind him and walks back out and says five caps now but talk to Rick inside
4: Uh, Mr. Mayor I assume that the treasury department will reimburse me at some point yes
2: um, we'll have to discuss that it's not a department I've really thought about Um, I've not really dealt with caps too terribly much so the Values a little weird to me, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that you're reimbursed for, uh, your
4: contributions and give him the five caps.
1: Okay. So you give, uh, you give the super mutant five caps and, um, he takes you, um, uh, to the door and opens it. And he says, you may enter no one else.
2: That that Clark or,
1: uh, he's Clark. Who's the person that gave the caps. Right.
4: Well, I'm going to talk to this Rick guy, and uh, I guess one moment or another I'll get you in.
1: The the Super Mutant uh, leads Clark in and closes the door behind. Um, Clark, you enter a bridged area. Um, At the end of the bridge, you see a couple of people, and uh, one person starts running on their hands and feet almost like a horse galloping and comes up and sticks their finger at you and says, you fell for the oldest trick in the book. And now you're going to die for it. You stinking son of a bitch. And um, at this point uh, you need to roll uh, an athletics plus, uh, I think it's athletics plus perception uh, because this dude just threw a giant rock at you. Uh, Difficulty one.
4: Uh, I'm gonna spend an AP, and I still don't get it. No successes.
1: This uh, rock actually uh, hits your. So, what was your roll? What was your rolls again?
4: I got an eighteen and eighteen and an eleven. So, no successes.
1: The rock hits you, um, and it doesn't do any damage, but it does knock your sword um, across the bridge towards the people. The way it ricochets off of your belt, um, your sword goes flying across the bridge. Um, At this point, uh, guns are drawn, and the man says, You'll die for not paying enough.